0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. Life is an unopened gift with its true meaning unexplored. Tom Price talks to Prem in Nottingham, answering some of life's deeper questions, including overcoming anxiety, dogs, and living in the moment. All right, okay, let's crack on with the second half, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back to the stage the one and only Mr. Prem Rawat, ladies and gentlemen. Oh,
1: oh dear. Here we go. I like these cushions.
0: It's lovely. (laughs) they're so nice they're so nice do you take them everywhere with you (laughs) I
1: I was actually waving to my grandson he's sitting in the (laughs) grandson (laughs)
0: all right um, well let's crack on Prem and thank you very much first of all for all of your questions Uh, you were charged five pounds for each text message sorry about that um, here, here, this, is a, this is my question and we'll get to yours in a sec, don't worry <laughs> great indulgence for me to be able to ask proper questions um, I, I love the analogy of opening a gift I love this idea of a gift but the thing that I kept thinking when I was listening to you is once you have opened that gift how do you stop the gift from re-wrapping itself up
1: well that's a, that's a valid question except all that time you realize that the gift never opened itself. It took you to open it, so it will take you to rewrap it and close it. <laughs> and, of course, you can always do that. So, I know, a gift is a gift, and unless you accept it, it's not a gift. Uh, there, is a, there is a, I mean, it's, it's, this analogy is a little bit backwards, but I think it'll make the point where one time Buddha was walking with one of his disciples, and everybody in town was criticizing Buddha, saying, you know, you're no good, you don't do this, you don't do that. And, and so the disciples said, Buddha, doesn't that bother you, all these people saying all these nasty things about you, criticizing you? So when Buddha got back, he took his bowl, and his disciple was sitting there, and he took the bowl, and he moved it. And he goes, whose bowl is it? And the disciple said, it's your bowl. So he moved it a little closer to the disciple. So whose bowl is it? He goes, it's still your bowl. He kept doing that and asking him, whose bowl is it? Whose bowl is it? the disciple kept saying, it's your bowl. It's your bowl. And then finally he took the bowl and he put it in the disciple's lap. And he said, now whose bowl is it? He goes, it's still your bowl. He says, exactly right. If I don't accept this criticism, it's not mine. And it's the same thing. That if we don't accept this gift, it's not ours. And it just lies there dormant. And we come into this world, and then one day we have to go. And then we wonder, and, and, and this happens to way too many people. At the last minute, they're going, what, what did I do? You know. And yet, that's just not enough time to, to sort it elegantly out the way you would like to have it done. But now is the time. And now you are alive and you can do things and you can waste your life. And the thing is, what's amazing is that the life isn't going to come back to you and say, you're wasting me. It would be nice if it did. <laughs> you know, But it doesn't. And, and the other beauty of it is that whenever you decide to accept this gift, instantly it will become yours. So it's never too late. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're saying to yourself, yeah, well, I'm, I'm 84. It's too late for me. No, it's not. Or or, or, or somebody's saying, well, oh, I'm too young. No, you can't be too young. You can't be too late. With the day you accept it, it's yours. So learn in your life not to accept the gifts you don't want to and accept the gifts you do want to. and And, and that would make an interesting existence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would. Yes, it would. (laughs) So here's a question uh, which someone has texted in. Um, Prem, sometimes
0: experiencing love is such hard work. How can you mend a broken heart?
1: Luckily, actually, hearts don't break. (laughs) Luckily. Your concepts do. And when you think about it, what that person has just done is broken your expectations. You had expectations. That's what broke. Not the heart. I mean, thank God hearts don't go... (coughs) And then... You know, because not all the super glue in the world would put it together. But it's your expectations. When people go and they say, oh, I love you. What they're really loving is the expectations. They're, and you're going to love me back. And it's going to be this way. And it's going to be this way. And it's going to be this way that you're going to love me back. You were made for me. It's like a vending line up there, you know. Okay, this is for Volkswagen, this is for Mercedes, this is for Ford. You know, you, I love you with all my heart. What you'd be saying is, I love you with all my expectations. <laughs> and the day that person stops fulfilling your expectations... the Freudian slip comes out. Instead of, can I have that box of cornflakes? You ruined my life. (laughs) So, it takes a long time for people to actually understand that and go beyond those expectations and truly start loving a person for who they are. And accept that person for who they are. Because we want compatibility. We want. You know when we want cornflakes. We want cornflakes. And when we want a toast. We want a toast. And when we want our partner to shut up. We want them to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And when we've had too much beer. We want them to talk. Just like you know we are talking. So. That's not. That's nothing to do with love. What is love? What is love? Then the one that loves you is the divine, because it's giving you this life, giving you this beautiful earth, giving you this time, and you don't live up to any expectations, and you continue to exist. That's love. No expectations of you whatsoever. There you are, doing the stupidest things, morning till evening, and not even a peep. You know, and to me, you know, and that's the same thing with cats and dogs. (laughs) A cat looks at you and is
0: like, I'm doing you a favor, being (laughs) here. (laughs) <laughs> but they are, they are in the moment, aren't they, dogs? That's what I love about my dog. You forget yes. everything else because yes. you're in that moment.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what a squirrel does. This is how squirrels propagate a forest. Because they go and they collect all the nuts and then they forget where they put them. Because <laughs> they're so in the moment, it's like, oh my God, I have collected no nuts. And then they run off collecting nuts, and then they go the next day, oh my God, I don't remember what I did yesterday. I gotta go get more nuts, and uh, their whole life is just nuts. (laughs) And the amazing thing is we remember, and we're really nuts. After years and years and years of years and learning, battles don't work, wars don't work. It makes people miserable. Doesn't matter. Let's do it again. So, you know, people say, who do I love? Who do I love? Love your life. Love your existence. Love that you're alive. Love Love the fact that you can love. You know, don't be so interested in, who do I love? <laughs> your heart is big enough to love everyone. Your heart is big enough to love everyone. Now I know some people you cannot Give yourself permission to love. (laughs) Because they irritate you. (laughs) Fine.
2: Then at least go for as many as you can. This interests me as well, actually. What can you
0: say to people with acute anxiety and depression? You need help. (laughs) Make no mistake,
1: make no mistake, imbalances will affect you and you need help. You need medical help. How do these imbalances happen? Days and days of no sleep. Long time ago, I was arguing with my doctor. Arguing with my doctor, yes. Arguing with my doctor. I said to him, you need eight hours of sleep. He goes, no, six is fine. I said, no, eight. Then there were studies done and they proved it. You need eight hours of sleep. So, no big deal, but I was right. (laughs) When you don't get enough sleep, when you are worried and you are bothered... By the noise, the noise that keeps you up at night. The noise that you cannot shut because you have locked your door and windows. Noise that still comes through when you have shut down your phone and it plays and it plays and it plays. And you don't eat right, you don't sleep right, you don't think right. This has an effect. On your body. It doesn't matter how loving a person you are. If you haven't had a good night's sleep, you're going to be irritated. So, one thing you have to know about knowing yourself is your own limitations as a human being. And take care of your body. Because it's the only one you got. What? Take care of my body? Yes, take care of your body. Stop putting junk in it. You are more careful of what quality motor oil you put in your stupid car than you are what you put in your mouth. That's, that's silly. That is silly. That's silly. People, see, this is the thing that I say to people. People don't understand the difference between their needs and their wants. You need fresh air. Why? Because otherwise you'll die. No, no. Die. You need air. Three minutes and you'll be... (laughs) You need water? Three days, no water, (sighs) dead, dead, dead. Three hours, too cold, you are dead. Three weeks without food, you are dead. And you worry about your television. No, no. But just think what you do. You sit on a couch, watch the television, and put things in your mouth that you don't even know what you just put in. (laughs) And that's why when you're eating popcorn, teeth break. Because what you just put in is not edible. You got it backwards. You got it absolutely backwards. Now I know you want Great contribution, you want to make a great contribution towards doctors, healthcare, their golf, their Mercedes, their Rolls Royces, their all of those things. But you're doing a great job of it. You really are. Because you work all your life, you save your money, then when you get old, you get sick and you turn it over to the hospital. What a plan. You know, I mean, now I realize. Fifty years ago, that's what I should have done: gone into healthcare. (laughs) But still, time for you to change. Get a good night's sleep. When the noise comes, tell it. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. It's just noise. What is the noise? I You have to do this, you have to do this. But if you didn't do this, this is going to happen to you if you do this. And you know, yeah, you're going to miss your flight and you're going to do this and you're going to do this. Set the alarm clock and go to sleep. The only reason you're not going to wake up to the alarm clock is because the noise won't let you sleep. And then finally when you fall asleep, the alarm clock will go off and you're to sleep. e to wake up to the alarm clock and you will miss your flight. Be a human being. Human beings need water, need warmth. They need these things. These are your needs. You are so obsessed with your wants, but you are not understanding your needs. You have needs. And peace. Is it a need? Or is it a want? The day You, in your own understanding, understand that peace is not a want, but a need. Your life will change.
0: Hello, I'm Justin.
2: And I'm Lucy. And
0: together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions.
2: It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz.
0: We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out.
2: And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on.
0: So you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet.
2: Mm, but we will. Uh, and there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty, Plenty Questions. questions.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, um, here's a question for you, Prem. I used to be full of courage, but I have lost it with age. How do I get it back? You don't lose anything
1: with age. You gain things with age. And one of the things you gain with age is the ability to clearly see things. And you gain an excuse for everything. (laughs) And one of the excuses is, I've gotten older, I've lost the courage. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Now, if you mean courage is to go and pick a bar fight, (laughs) it may be true that by the time you get to the bar, you will have forgotten what you came there for. (laughs) But... Courage, courage is accepting life. Old age, you know, it's, 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 it's a bigger concept than you can possibly imagine. Because your hair changes and you don't look like a young actor. And the biggest problem you have is that the girls may not be looking at you. You've got plenty of courage. Till your last moment you have you have it. And it's just the cloudiness that comes in that you allow to come in, the excuse, oh now I'm old. You have you. And you have some incredible memories. See, the amazing thing is, you think the brain is not functioning. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. It remembers the color shoes you wore on a particular day when you were 12 years old. Taste of a cupcake. It's all there. It's all there. And that's just the way the brain is. Brain is actually a fascinating little thing. (laughs) And little or no deterioration per se takes place in it because of age. I mean, it's just there. We have the great excuse. Oh yeah, I'm getting old. It works great. Use it to get your deductions for your train ticket. Uh, Be smart, you know. But courage, you will always have. It is the ultimate understanding. I, I, we would be here all night long if I got into this. I think that's a fine, good topic. they want to good, be here all that long. A good topic for the next event.
2: <laughs> the ultimate understanding. Okay, so this is, a, this, is a,
0: this is an upsetting message for me reading this. This is upsetting. I'm feeling suicidal like there is no other way. How do I get myself out of this horrible place that I am in? You want to take an
1: easy way out, which is really very hard. Because you have taken and flipped it all around. You have forgotten the joy of life and you remember the pain of the world. And that's the only reason why you want to go. The sad thing is, when you do, the pain of the world will stay intact and it will bother other people. Do you want the pain to win or do you want the joy to win? Those are the two wars happening right inside of you. This is not a battle, by the way. This is the war. Even if you lose the battles, you must win the war. This is your battle. We all have to fight this battle. One way or the other way. This same pain will come and get somebody else. It's been doing it. Look at the history. It's been doing it. Again and again and again. Don't let it win. Don't let it win. The joy of life, let it win. In your, in your war, make sure the joy of life wins, not the sadness of this world. You feel so far removed from hope that you see no choice. Let me tell you something. What is on the other side of darkness? It's not apples, it's not oranges, it's not pampers, it's not shoes, it's not socks, it's light. How far is hope away? From you? Always there. Always there. How far is joy from sadness? Always there. So, what is the proof? How long does it take for the darkness to be removed when you turn on the light? What is the speed? It happens at the speed of light. So, what you have not learned is how to garden. Can I tell you a little story? This will take a little time. I'll tell you a little story. Once upon a time, I'll I'll make it short, okay? Once upon a time, a king told his gardener there was an area up by his castle, he wanted that area to be converted into a garden. His castle was up on top of a quite a sheer hill. There was a river down below. And every day, the gardener would take a path, come down. He had gotten a pole and tied two pots, one in the front and one in the back. And he would come down to the river and he would carry the water up to water the king's garden. One day, the hole in the back, the pot in the back got a hole in it. The pot in the front said to the pot in the back, you're useless. The noise, the noise. You're useless. You have a hole in it. That garden is being put together. That garden looks beautiful. The flowers are blooming in that garden because of me, not because of you. This poor... Gardener gets us both filled at the bottom and he brings water up to the top. By the time he gets to the top, you are empty and this garden is only because of me. One day the gardener came and he saw the both pots and he saw that the pot in the back was very sad. And he said, why are you so sad? He said, because I have a hole in me. And in this garden of the kings that you are making is not because of me. I am useless, the noise. I am useless. The gardener giggled. He said it is true. These flowers that you see in this garden of the king are because of the pot in the front but have you looked at the flowers that are blooming along the path? When I realized you had a hole in you, I would still fill you. And I planted some flowers along the path. This garden will only be enjoyed by the king. But that garden that is along the path will be enjoyed by many, many, many who traverse it. You are not hopeless. You are full of hope. You have given beauty, not to one, but to many. The pot with the whole.
0: I love it. I love it. I'd like to buy the film rights to that story if I may.
1: Yes, yes. Um, It's going in a book. (laughs) Actually, it's already spoken for. (laughs) (laughs) Copywritten, copywritten. (laughs)
2: Um, Okay, here's another one from How do I help the people
0: around me to benefit from the gifts that you talk about? First, help yourself.
1: First, help yourself. How do you take away darkness in a room? Light the candle. If an unlit candle is trying to light more candles, how successful will it ever be? Only a lit candle can light the other candles, not an unlit candle can light other candles. Fill yourself first. And this idea of fill yourself, that's selfish. I was reading some notes today of mine and I came across what is selfish. When your actions benefit you and harm others, that's selfish. But when your actions benefit you and others, it is not selfish. The rule of the candles is the candle that is trying to light the other candles must be lit. Not if it is not lit, if it keeps pretending to light the other candles, one day it will be lit. It's not going to happen. This is the same question that was asked, I was asked in the 70s. When I was a teenager, and this is the same answer, very similar to it, is what I would get, give to people then. First, fill yourself. An empty well cannot fill not even one pot. And an empty pot cannot quench anyone's thirst. The first thing that it fills is itself before it can quench Somebody else. Am I right? Otherwise, you get people like empty themselves and emptying everybody else. Heart full of hate. And what is it lighting up? Hate in other people. When the time when we should be understanding that there are no borders, that we need to embrace all of humanity, the immigrants that people become so afraid of coming to countries that are doing well, It's very interesting. They would rather be in their country because they sit there and talk about their country all the time. And you would think that, as a human is concerned, as human beings are concerned, that what comes from this earth belongs to all of us, that we all share. But no. Mm -mm -mm -mm. But there is an antidote to greed. You know what it is? Appreciation. Appreciation kills greed. Those people who are really greedy, they don't appreciate anything. They can't. More, 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 more. But if they started appreciating, they wouldn't be so greedy. And we, we have to make the difference. You know, it's not going to be. Okay, it's not going to be some angel coming out of the sky to make the difference because we've been waiting a long time for that. And if that angel was coming, it better come. It would be a good time. But not coming. Not coming. There's a great... I, I don't want to get into it. We will, we'll be here all night long, but... Uh, yeah, there's a great story actually from Mahabharata, of why everything started the way it was.
2: Anyways, Go on, next <laughs> do the story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Earth is ramsack. Greed is everywhere. And the Earth takes the metaphor, or the, the shape, of a cow. And rises, and this is, by the way, why cow is sacred. It rises up to Vishnu, the creator, and says, help me. My udders no longer give milk, but bleed, because I have been sucked dry. My bones are weak. I haven't been fed. Talk about green. The idea was there. I'm being pillaged, I'm weak, I'm in pain, I'm in agony, come and help me. And that's when Vishnu says, I will. At the end of the war, at the end of the war, when the war is finished, the war is so huge, so many people are involved, nobody actually knows who lost and who won. So they had a guy... And this is another story. But they had a guy with his head stuck up on a, on a hill watching the whole thing because that's what he wanted to do. And they went up to him and said, oh, he's seen the whole war. He will know what happened. So they go up to him and say, well, what, what, what happened? Who won? What, did you, you tell us what you saw. And he says, I didn't see no war. All I saw was Krishna, who was the incarnation of Vishnu. So anyways... This is from a long, long time ago, okay? This is thousands of years ago. The lesson is there. The lesson is there. The same metaphor, what we are calling global warming, is this Mother Earth rising up and saying, I no longer give milk, my udders bleed. This time I feel we are the embodiments of Vishnu who will save this
0: All I'm really glad that you said we will save this earth because that would have been a terrible note to leave it on. <laughs> of course we will.
1: Of course we will. We, because we can. Yeah. Because we can. Yes, there are hurdles. And I'm not saying there are... I'm not an eternal optimist. I am an optimist. Otherwise, I couldn't have done this for 50 years. But... Yes, we can do it. Yes, there are hurdles, but we can take care of... There are antidotes. There's antidotes to greed. Just have to find them. There's antidote to darkness. It's called light. It's always existed. There's antidote to greed. It's called appreciation. And anybody can appreciate even a little bit, kills the greed. When I go and, when peace education program transforms people's lives in these institutions, in these prisons, you see that even in the heart of blackness, light can exist.
0: So, yes, it is possible. Ladies and gentlemen, Prem Rawat. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Good night. Thank you.
0: thank you so much for listening to Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. We'll be back soon with more episodes. In the meantime, it would be great if you could subscribe and give us a review as well. For more information, go to premrawat.com. Else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. Alright, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin FE83709. that's our Twitter name.
2: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.